Hi there, and welcome back to Insight Me's Pull Up a Seat with Dr. Pacoya McCall Robinson. So today we're going to be talking about this factor fiction between what is seasonal affective disorder. I keep hearing this come up so much where some people believe it's real, some people believe it's fake. I get asked a lot of questions. What makes this different from depression? So what I'm going to try to do is try to clear up some of those myths and really bring some validity to what we call seasonal affective disorder, which is an acronym for SAD. Um, So especially this time of year, people experience these bouts of depression, this lack of energy, these kind of things that they're finding are seasonal. This doesn't happen throughout the year. And for some people, it may. So if you've ever felt gloomy, um, sad, and even somewhat depressed once the seasons change, um, this is for you. If you haven't quite figured out what the heck is going on, or if you've ever even thought there's some reason behind this, seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression. Um, This is related to the changing of the season. So if you're not seeing these things throughout the year, but started to notice around October, maybe around September, I kind of get these blues. Sometimes people even think they're holiday blues. This is a period between the beginning of autumn towards the end of the winter months. And this is for most people. You can see this carrying over um, even late April. So if you've ever experienced this, you can probably attest to these things I'll be talking about. You may even know someone that has experienced this or maybe have seen this some way, somehow. Um, But this is one of the most common types of depression. It is an actual thing. I know some people say, is this some sort of excuse? But what we're going to do is we're going to clear this up and let's get down to it and talk about what it means to be sad or having seasonal affective disorder. In most people, this falls under, again, that umbrella, this time frame from October to April. And this is what we say is more of a severe case. Um, But in minor cases, it might even be between April to September. Um, There's even rare occasions where some people will experience these symptoms all year long. So this brings up this next question where I get this all the time, the authenticity to this so-called depression. Um, But Let's point out some of the symptoms um, that happen in most cases where someone is experiencing seasonal affective disorder. You could feel depressed most of the day. You might find yourself losing interest in activities that were once before fun and enjoyable for you. You can see the difference in your sleep quality um, from good and comfortable to what you may describe as having restless nights are all in all bad sleep. Your energy may decline and you feel lethargic most of the day or all of the time. Your general feeling will feel like you lack energy and have this lethargic feeling. Um, It may even seem that some of these 
are excuses to some people. They're like, oh, this is a way they just want to procrastinate and they're just using the holidays as winter blues. Employers say this quite a bit. Oh yeah, it's winter time. Everyone wants to become sad and stay at home because it's raining outside. Um, they just don't want to get out of bed or they're lazy. Um, yet that's a, a limited way to perceive what is actually happening to some people. Um, further insight on the topic will give you a different light. So I'm hoping some of those non-believers out there about seasonal affective disorder, this can help clear this up that it's not an excuse. Or even if you know someone that may not believe in it, you can include them and have them look into this or listen to this podcast. And maybe it'll help to explain a little bit more if you don't necessarily have the words. And sometimes people just need those little three letters behind your name in order for them to believe it. So as a licensed psychologist, I'm saying seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. So let's put it this way. In some other severe cases, the symptoms could be even worse. Um, You may even find it hard to concentrate, even to the point of so severe as you can have suicidal thoughts. And the question is, well, what causes seasonal affective disorder? Honestly put, there is no real medical or professional conclusion to the actual cause. We have different opinions, and I can share some of those. One um, is our biological clock, our circadian rhythm. This may be involved in this seasonal affective disorder. For example, as times change, we get reduced sunlight in autumn and winter months, which may interfere with a person's biological clock. The lack of sunlight may also cause a drop in serotonin levels, and this can lead to depression. The changing of the seasons could affect the melatonin levels that are in the body, which play a major role in our sleep patterns. So again, this is again one of the opinions. There are some other very unpopular opinions, um, and that is... This matter is that SAD, or seasonal affective disorder, may run in the family. Ask around. Ask your family members. And depending on the generations, um, mental health, again, you have to remember, didn't exist sometimes for our grandparents or even some of our parents. And it's just something that they're like, oh, baby, you just got the blues. Like, it's it's the wintertime. Or it's this or this or this. And you can say, hey, you know, mom, dad, grandma, whatever, how were they during these times? So it is exploring within the family and some families may have struggled with it. And again, this can be passed on to the next generations, especially if the mother has struggled with seasonal affective disorder throughout pregnancy. Um, Bipolar disorder, this could possibly play a significant role in the development of seasonal affective disorder. And As a professional, we don't tend to place all of our chips on this theory because bipolar disorder by itself is a clinical type of depression. But these are things where you can see how this can play a role in the cycles of mood. Um, Last but not least, statistically, seasonal affective disorder occurs in people that live far from the equator. 
Okay, so if you're not good at geography, we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a bit. But this is also because of the longer summer days and decreased sunlight during the winter time. So again, statistically, this is what, um, and again, these are the unpopular um, opinions of why seasonal affective disorder occurs. Um, but again, statistically, it happens in people who live further from the equator. Again, that's because of the change of the times, longer summer days, decreased sunlight during the winter time. So most importantly, I always like to say, okay, once we've highlighted the problem, how do we deal with it? How do we treat it? What do we do? Um, regardless of how severe your specific case is, the matter shouldn't be taken lightly, whether you feel like, oh, this happens here and there, or even if you're a friend or someone that knows someone that is reporting to you or confiding in you these symptoms they're experiencing, try not to take this lightly. Um, you're better off finding a means of treating this or helping the person look into what to do how to find resources, assisting them with finding resources versus, I guess, questioning or judging or flat out denying that what they are experiencing exists. Um, being in a position of validating and listening and helpful definitely helps with the outcomes of how to treat it as someone that is close to someone reporting or experiencing seasonal affective disorder. Um, the other best ways to find treatment, if you decide I'm going to look into this, there's a such thing as light therapy. Um, it is actually the most famous treatment for seasonal affective disorder. And this is where, honestly, it's a bright light that people get exposed to every day during these light deprived type months. And yes, it's like, no, you're not going to go and just turn on your, you know, megawatt light bulb, but... There's certain lights that are used specifically for light therapy. Um, what happens is this person they will sit in front of a big lit up box and it shines them with like this uh, 100 watt lux kind of every day for 30 to 45 minutes. Um, and this is usually done first thing in the morning. So it's a certain wattage um, that's used with this light and it's tailored to the person's needs. And again, this is about 30 to 45 minutes where they're sitting underneath this light. And again, timing is very important about this. Um, basic uh, therapy, um, seek out help. CBT usually helps. That's our traditional talk therapy or what you know as cognitive behavior therapy. And this helps people cope with difficult situations, changing their mindset, finding different um, solutions to various problems. Um, this is considered the type of therapy that is more efficient when it comes to long-term effects. Um, this is usually because the main objectives are to maintain a stable and sane, safe environment for whomever the recipient is in order to get them out of this position that they're in. Next, we have um, in some very severe cases, it could just be medication. Um, commonly used practice when it comes to any type of depression. And people usually are divided or have some reservations whether pills are the way to go when they're struggling with any type of depression-ignited disease. 
um, the uh, one we might say is maybe the most obvious um, is vitamin D. Um, nutritional supplements of vitamins could help improve these symptoms as well. Um, and although some specialists find it inefficient, especially compared to the other three options, it is still considered to be a way to go is your basic vitamin D. So let's try to wrap up, you know, this seasonal affective disorder or what we call SAD for short. It is a type of depressive mood that occurs at the same time every year. It is most common in people living, again, above 30 degrees latitude north and south. So remember, the further away from the equator you are, if you're in North America, you know, this happens quite frequently for people here. The seasonal changes are the primary contributor to this phenomenon because with shorter days comes less sunlight, which can cause an imbalance in your brain chemicals like serotonin. But again, don't worry. As we discussed, there's some ways to treat this and things that you can do to help alleviate these symptoms before they get worse. Um, those helpful strategies, again, increasing your vitamins, D3, B12. Again, not a medical doctor, but these are the things written by medical doctors. What can help to improve seasonal affective disorder um, any type of depression, these types of things. Increasing your vitamins, specifically D3 and B12 daily, drinking more water throughout the day, eating healthy foods, and making sure you exercise regular, regularly. Again, those are things that help to improve mood that are directly tied to serotonin. Serotonin is directly tied to our mood. Who says this? Medical doctors. And however, remember that the most, most, most powerful tool to deal with this is to be cognitive about it. Think about what you're doing. You can consciously decide to be stronger than your environment. You can. This is where CBT comes in and working with therapists, working with life coaches, things like that to help you change your frame of mind. Um, and that happens once you realize it. You don't have to follow the seasons. You don't have to go sad every year at this time of year. Um, you don't have to follow the status quo, that main sequence. You can choose to try to do it a different way and seeking some support in order to increase your quality of life and being happy. So consciously signing off with discussing seasonal affective disorder. If you're finding someone that you know has struggled or is struggling with seasonal affective disorder, I highly encourage you to have them pass on this podcast to them, have them take a listen, even if you know, recall the tips that we discussed today and how to get them help or even supportive ways you can be, I definitely encourage you to pass this on. Thank you again for taking the time out, getting a quick understanding of this factor fiction seasonal affective disorder is it a thing is it real signing off dr p mccall robinson yes seasonal affective disorder is real so give your friends give your family give yourself a break take some time out explore a little more about it reach out for help if you need Again, thanks for tuning in to Insight Me's Pull Up a Seat. And until next time, take care and take care of each other.